0: Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James. Now I'm Joseph. And unfortunately, David could not be here today, but uh, hopefully next week we're all back together again uh, for Oscar Sunday. And if you don't know, uh, Bryce Skywalker is nominated for three Oscars. Should have been nominated for more in my opinion. But (laughs) anyways, I just hope that Jawa Williams wins best score. Well, he already did, didn't he? What, for... For Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he won back in 77. No, 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 when... he won already. Oh, for the that was, was the... a Grammy. That was the Grammy. Was it a Grammy? Yeah, yeah, it was, was for that... Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. No, 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 I'm pretty sure he won the Oscar already. No, he hasn't. The Oscars haven't even happened. Yeah, but the technical ones already did. I don't think they do... Oh, well... I don't know. All I know is that he won an Oscar. He won he won a Grammy this weekend or last weekend for a Galaxy's Edge score, which is pretty cool. But uh yeah, Oscar Sunday as uh, we will see if John Williams can win another Oscar. Um so anyways, and y'all all know me and my craziness with movies and music. Maybe in my head he won because it's just like a no-brainer. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, listen to that score. Man Gosh. If, okay so i'm going to go on a little little thing here okay so if you go to the riser skywalker soundtrack right now and mm-hmm. listen to the the finale and you just hear the the amount of of power he puts into this thing cuz it goes from the bum 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 the right the main one goes into the episode 9 theme which is beautiful and then it cuts to the Imperial March, which yeah. was awesome to hear. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. And <laughs> then he cuts right into Ray's theme, yes. which I was like, this is cool. And then he ends it with the the main theme again. And then with the finale of I think episode four and oh it's it's beautiful. And if, if you you listen to it knowing that this is his like that's his farewell to yeah. to, to it all. So it's, it's it's such a great moment. It's beautiful in it <laughs> in case you don't know star wars joe music is my number one favorite moment in star wars i know i get a lot of shenanigans one day i will do another list and it'll be Where it'll it. actually have moments yeah it'll have moments like, instead of just the music at the literally end literally nine movies worth of music but anyways uh so today we're going to talk about a few things um one of the things that happened was the star wars show it's only got to do, what was it, once a month so, Yeah, the Star Wars show with uh, Anthony and Andy is going to be down to once a month, um, but I like the new format of their show. It was like 20 minutes, and there was like a round table in it, um, where they got a lot of people that work behind the scenes at Lucasfilm um, talking about like how crazy it was to the you know promote the rise of skywalker and tie in all the books and comics Hmm. and and all the other stuff um i thought that was really really interesting and then they had more time for like bits and funny parts too so (laughs) um it was cool and then um every thursday now they're gonna release their it's like a three to five minute like news segment i think it's called this week in star wars um, almost like what we do it's like they copied our yeah like, format obviously this is copyrighted. copyrighted lucasfilm come on bud. come on guys i'm just kidding please don't sue us um, please we definitely lose we I don't even have a lawyer um but uh but, yeah. yeah once a week huh once a week mm-hmm. every thursday um I think it's going to be like three to five minutes. The first one was like three minutes and forty-four seconds. Um, we on the Star Wars stuff podcast are going to go a lot more in depth with all of the news. Mm-hmm. Give us our per- you know give our personal opinions on it. Um, fantasize about where the news could possibly <laughs> go, what what it'll lead to, and things like that. But Very true. If you're just trying to get information. Uh, you know, that's a good that's a good source for it. That's so. actually the kind of the best source of the Star Wars show uh, to go to them. Um, so we say all that to say that the news is slowing down. Like, <laughs> the, the, the Rise of Skywalker came out, and now the news is starting to slow down. It's going to pick back up again when Clone Wars comes out. Maybe we'll talk about that. We'll see. Um, but I know it's definitely going to pick back up. Um, closer to celebration and getting ready for mandalorian season two season two yes it's happening it's happening which is crazy that that is actually happening but then everything else we've been hearing about is like all the other series are like semi-falling apart happening (laughs) they're Uh, all still happening just on a delayed time schedule from what it sounds like and yeah we talked about how you know obi-wan is obi-wan's not going anywhere yeah it stops it's uh it's it's put on hold and we're just waiting to see what they say and january has passed well and we did not get a, a director or any yeah. information from lucasfilm so yeah it's kind of wild um i don't know that i feel necessarily disappointed because i was never fully convinced we were going to get anything out of that if i'm going to be totally <laughs> you're honest like I've, you. I've seen the record of lucasfilm they're yeah. not going to give us um <laughs> But, you know, Ewan McGregor has gone on record going like, yeah, they're just revamping some of the scripts. The show is still on. There's nothing wrong with it. I didn't storm off of set or anything like that, yeah, which is some of the rumors that were going Yeah, he there. came out and told everybody it's it's still happening. And one thing he said, which which I, I liked, I mean, I liked, which was kind of like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. He says now that they're done with The Rise of Skywalker, they can now actually really take their time right. to now focus all their energy on On this, I think with the success of the Mandalorian and Disney Plus, and with the huge, I guess, reception of Ewan McGregor coming back, that they were like, "Okay, let's get the Rise of Skywalker out," and then now let's we already have our drafts done Mm -hmm. of the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Now let's go deeper into these things to make it the best possible thing you can ever see. So I think that's what they're concentrating on right now. Yeah, they just they want to give us the best possible product, something that will make us, you know odd just as much as like the you know the the Mandalorian did yeah um because people were not expecting what they got out of the Mandalorian I'm not gonna lie I was like I was excited for the Mandalorian and I've I mentioned this before on the podcast but I wasn't like oh my gosh this is gonna be the best thing in the whole world I was just kind of like yeah we'll see where it goes because you know for us fans this is our first live action star wars television show ever i mean i think there was one back in like the 70s and 80s with uh, anthony daniels (laughs) and kenny baker about the droids but uh well that was was that a i don't think that was even live i think i I could have sworn there was like the one thing they did where it was like maybe like a couple episodes of them but then there's a handful of like ewok shows yeah, yeah, yeah. that are, that are um... Caravan of Adventure right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> Those are Jesus. but uh, <laughs> but yeah so but then when The Mandalorian started and then when it you know the ending of that first episode when you see the child it was just like what is like what this show is gonna be kind of amazing and then, yeah. it, and then it was it was really amazing and what's really interesting to like hear people who don't know anything about Star Wars but watch The Mandalorian are asking me questions about it. So, who's who's Baby Yoda? I'm like, first off, it's not Baby Yoda. His name is the child. His name is the child. Now. And they're like, what? And I, I have to explain to them the, the timeline. And their eyes just get wider and wider. They're like, what in the, like, yeah, whoa. I can't believe how much is in uh, what yeah. you're telling me. And right then right I'm now. like, yeah. and then I told them, they're like, so. So where does he come from? I was like, I don't know. Like, you don't know. I was like, hey, said, like, us Star Wars fans had no idea this was going to happen. So It's one of those things where it's like, trust me, if anybody in the world is going to know, it's going to be <laughs> it's me. It's going to be me. And I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's always fun to talk to people about the Mandalorian and explain <laughs> to them the stuff. And they, they just go like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. Yeah. But, um, but it's really cool to see it. Oh, and also, now you can buy a full-size yeah. child... For the low, low price of $350. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, man. Like, I feel like I'm not going to get one because <laughs> I can't afford it. But if y'all would like to send us one, please. I'm just kidding. But, uh... <laughs> but, uh please don't waste your money. Also another... Just sign up for, like, a couple months on our Patreon. Yes, or please, please. <laughs> that would yes. help us more. Yeah, we got that link. Speaking of Patreon and Clone Wars, and um, Colin and Matt are going through watching Clone Wars. We're putting commentaries up each week. We're uh, starting now. We apologize because it was crazy during the holidays. Um... But there's no way they're gonna catch up to when the new season comes out. Put out like six, yeah, (laughs) because there's so many episodes. But anyway, so I've been actually going back and watching Clone Wars. I saw like the date was out, and I remember watching one through four and a half, Uh and then I stopped. I don't know why I stopped, but I stopped. And then when I saw the date, February 21st, I was like, "All right, I got to do this again." So you haven't even seen all the like all of the mall stuff, no. And you haven't seen. I saw of... the beginning of the mall stuff. Like so, like when he comes back on mm-hmm. the Jun planet. You also haven't seen like the crazy, like the crazy, crazy stuff that happens on Mandalore. No, I haven't seen any of that, dude. You are missing out on so much. I know. Stuff. And in case, and in case y'all haven't seen the Clone Wars, and if you look at it like, oh, well, I don't know, if is is it cool? Is it canon? It's all canon. It's a hundred percent canon. Yep. And it's a hundred percent amazing. I mean, there's mm, so many times some episodes. That okay, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Take a nap. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. There are a few episodes where you're like, yeah, okay, but there's other like, okay, let's say like ninety five percent of it is mm, awesome. No, you really got to go that far. So, you know, I wasn't the right age demographic for that show when it came out. Um, I'll just say it right now. I was, <laughs> I was already like a, you know, like post teenager when the when the movie and the show started coming out and yeah, I, yeah. I frankly I still kind of think the first couple seasons aren't amazing um, probably like until about halfway through season three is when it really starts picking up for me mm-hmm. um, okay I'll give, you that. I'll give the, you that the first two and a half seasons it's not for Star Wars fans. It's for kids to get into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's like here's Ahsoka. She's sort of annoying here in the beginning, and <laughs> and um, you know she'll grow on you. And all because a- like legitimately, Ahsoka, one of my favorite characters in all of the Star Wars universe at this yes, point. Yes, yes. But when she was first introduced, and they were the first couple seasons where they're like, we're not entirely sure what we're doing with this show. We know there's going to be some really crazy storylines. The more we build. Mm-hmm. That the first couple seasons are all set up for the last couple seasons. To okay, make. I'll give you that. All right, but um, but there are some battle sequences in those first couple of seasons oh, that yeah. I'm like, dude, this is a cartoon. I'm over here like on the edge of my seat. Like, <laughs> what is that? Like, there is one battle they did where they go to, um, they go back to Geonosis, mm-hmm. and they did something really clever, which was you know they have the music build up to when they're getting to this this battle and then as soon as the battle starts they cut off all the music and it's just, and it's just the sound effects yeah. and i was like this this is kind of one of the like i was like this is almost like a war movie in a cartoon yes. but it doesn't even feel like a cartoon and that that was when i was like this show um, is amazing that's also one of my favorite things that the clone wars did was they were like how do we make a Godzilla film in mm. in Star Wars, how do we make a horror movie in God in Star Wars? They took as many different genres of film, you know, war film. I mean, the whole thing is based on the Clone Wars, so it makes sense to have to deal with a couple of the clones having like PTSD and you know what I mean, yeah, they, like they um, and yeah. not wanting, not knowing exactly what they're fighting for and wanting to get out of the army and things like that. So it really. It delved into a lot of stuff. Not to say the first, like I said, the first couple of seasons, I am pooping on them pretty, pretty hard right now, <laughs> and I don't need to do that because some there are some episodes of brilliance in there. Legitimately, to this day, one of my favorite episodes of the entire series is the very first episode. Um, wow, the one where Yoda has the three clones. Yeah, that's a beautiful. It's so the whole world is beautiful. The Yoda teaching these clones, even though you all look exactly this. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. <laughs> Uh, Even though the three of you look exactly the same, and biologically you're the same, you are three individuals. You make your own decisions. That's why you are more powerful than these droids. And that just set up the whole... And it sets up everything. And so, yeah. So, see, I told you. It's awesome, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like I said, some stuff is... eh, But if the clones are involved, and, um, you know, you've got the Jedi being used correctly in there some of the storylines are absolutely beautiful and you won't get stories like that anywhere else except for the you know the star wars universe and you know so we say all this to tell you watch clone wars like it it is (laughs) such a great thing that if if you're on the fence about i don't know watch it if you have if you have disney plus and you watch all the mandalorian watch clone wars because it is so good and like he said what i loved about it was there was a zombie-esque one <laughs> yeah. which i i was kind of creepy i'm not gonna lie and there's then, a couple episodes with like zombies <clears throat> where you're just like what how in the world did they even think to do this and yeah that's that's one thing that makes me amazed is that there's 22 episodes per is it 21 or 22 episodes, 22 episodes yeah, a season per yeah. season and each episode is unique in each episode i mean some of them yeah they do blend a lot of them do like kind of do have like maybe three or four story uh arcs there but but um, a lot of it is just, like, these individual stories that you're like, man, how did they how did they come right. up with this? Like, he said there's, there is a Godzilla-type one, which... I think it's called the Zillow Beast. Yeah, which yeah. blew me away. And then they even did a, a tribute to Akira Kurosawa. Yes. Which, that was an awesome episode. And it Which was, is why I was so annoyed with episode four of The Mandalorian. Because it's the exact same oh episode again. Oh, my gosh. Again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. I was thinking the same thing as it was going through. I was like, man... Somebody was like, that was a really cool episode in Clone Wars. So let's, let's like do, it do the exact same one this time. Well and you know, We're Clone Wars talk. didn't have Filoni, or not Filoni, uh Favreau as a yeah, as a as a what's the word I'm looking for? A creative head. Yeah. And so I'm sure Favro wrote the episode to, you know give a tribute to kurosawa mm-hmm. um without even really realizing that they'd already, they already done, done that and i think a lot of uh, filmmakers to this day will always do tribute to kurosawa oh, yeah. They'll always find a way to to, to there's always going to be that. a magnificent seven but, episode yeah. or a seven samurai episode if you will and yeah and, an and, no, and no matter what you yeah no matter what type of show you do and then in case you don't know it's the whole like there's a village that needs help and there's people who have extraordinary powers who can help them they have great abilities. great ability yeah. Oh, yeah yeah great abilities and then they train the villagers to fight back against the oppressors that's the akira kurosawa type of seven, seven samurai, samurai which mag- you know got got translated into a western with magnificent seven which got translated into a cartoon called the clone wars which then also got translated into a live action disney plus show called the mandalorian so we say all that <laughs> to say it's it's cool but anyway so yeah Please watch Clone Wars, and season seven comes out the twenty first. We uh, we don't really know what they're gonna do with it. Yeah. We haven't we have an idea, but then during the trailer, and of course Colin and Matt broke it down during the trailer. They show Padme pregnant, yeah. But they've been telling us from the beginning that this was gonna take place before Revenge of the Sith. And if you- well, and I think if I'm not mistaken, the stuff because there's you know there's been script leaks and things Mm -hmm. like that online for years and years and years since it got canceled by i guess cartoon network um back in the day but um if i'm not mistaken the stuff that happens on mandalore with rex and ahsoka and maul Mm -hmm. and i could be totally talking out of my butt here i don't actually know (laughs) um but i if i'm not mistaken that stuff occurs almost simultaneously with order 66. Ah, okay. Um, well, that would explain where Ahsoka was during Right. So we're going to get into something right here. Okay. So Ahsoka is this huge character in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. big big deal. Not mentioned once in Revenge of the Sith. And you know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> it's one of those things where you know like we know as 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 Star Wars fans and as you know what George Lucas was planning that Ahsoka didn't come out until after Revenge of the Sith came out, and right. then Filoni and, and uh, Lucas thought of this character, and they created this character. So they they didn't retcon her into mm. all of it, but they just created this whole new character that has such a significant meaning to mm. Anakin, but he never mentions her once in the movie, and that gets distracting to a, to a point where you start to kind of wonder. Again... You have not seen all the way through. Okay, okay, fair Um, enough. Because, you know, there is an episode where um, she, you know, denies the Jedi Order. Mm -hmm. Says, I'm not a Jedi anymore. I'm going to go find my own path. Um... And I think that probably is why she's never mentioned by Obi-Wan or Anakin or Yoda again. Mm. Um, Okay, fair enough. But it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things, yeah. This makes me laugh. It's like, yeah, okay. It's rough. But it also, you know, if you you take into account all of the things that happened during the Clone Wars, including Ahsoka being like, peace out to the Jedi Order. Mm -hmm. I know you're my master. I know you've got my back. But I don't know that the rest of the Jedi Order does. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes more sense for Anakin to have actually turned to the dark side, because yeah, because I can see that. you know, you know that line from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. It makes a lot of sense because maybe Ahsoka accidentally put that seed into his head, yeah, true, true, which true, had true. already been been fed by Palpatine. So uh, you know, if if you look at the history of Star Wars, and I know, and I love how people, I don't love it, but this, this, this is where I'm getting <laughs> to, where people will always say something to the effect of, you know, there was no plan for the for the sequel trilogy Mm -hmm. there was and you know maybe you're right maybe there wasn't a maybe they had an idea but then each of the directors had their own interpretation of what the story should be but if you look at star wars a lot of star wars is written that way a lot of star wars is written in the way where things just miraculously Mm -hmm. occurred to where they could continue the story doing that like one thing i always say was Luke and Leia were never supposed to be twins. Clearly, if you watch episode four. If you watch episode four, and even even most of episode five. (laughs) Because, because, okay, so that's one thing. So, for a lot of people, the original trilogy is is the Bible. Like, what happened in there is what is fact. Mm -hmm. But then if you look at, like, the, um, like, some of the books that came out around that time, Luke was older than Leia. Like, Originally, originally older than Leia, yeah. but then George Lucas was like, "No, nah, just kidding. They're they're twins." <laughs> so imagine if that happened today, how angry everybody would be if that happened in well, today's and time. And the thing that always bothered me about that too was like, Leia has memory of her mother, her birth mother, but she does say um, feelings mostly. So right, but but yeah, yeah. legitimately like. Luke is born. She goes, "Oh, Luke, it's my son. I'm gonna name him Luke." Mm-hmm. Leia gets born. Leia, hey Obi Wan, they're still good at him. Dead. True. True. Like, ha- well, Leia was even around half as long as Luke was at that time. <laughs> literally. But I, I think they tried. They're they're trying to explain that in some of like the comic books and everything. Yeah. Where like Leia or um, Organo was showing leia like videos of her of mother padme and, and also make stuff. a lot of sense so i think that's what they're trying to do to like <laughs> kind of make up for the fact sure, that, that yeah. lucas i don't know i don't know what he was th- <laughs> it's like you know like, i've read somewhere that the last 30 to 45 minutes of the revenge of the sith is like some of the greatest storytelling ever done like the climax of how the story leads to right. the the final battles is just mind-blowing mm-hmm. But then it's almost like lucas was like all right, i gotta finish this thing up so um, yeah. and they're born <laughs> and they're born and this one goes there and that one goes there all and then right there we go the movie's done but, wipe. <laughs> 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 but um so a lot of things in star wars are written and they work <laughs> and sometimes there's a plan most of the time there's not a plan and so that's one of those things like ahsoka you know not being mentioned right ahsoka wasn't even around whenever lucas was writing revenge of the sith i mean who knows maybe he did have an idea of maybe during the clone wars this did happen mm-hmm. but then i don't know it looks like it didn't quite go that way and i love in revenge of the sith he's already planting the seeds for the the battle droids um like their reactions to to each other and everything that like he gave them more personalities and the revenge of the sith than he did in any of the other movies right and it was almost as if he was telling people okay guys get ready like we're gonna we're gonna do something (laughs) crazy here and uh but so yeah clone wars it's awesome watch it it's great and also star wars storylines are kind of written as it goes and that's 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 how they all go and i don't know that makes me makes me kind of happy to know that some of those miraculous you know you know little chances end up becoming the best thing in the whole thing like you know Luke's sister was supposed to be on another planet that was introduced in Return of the Jedi. Like, that was always the plan. And then Lucas changes it. Vader was never supposed to be the father. No. Ever. But he had to make it work. And it did work. And it becomes. And without that, then we don't have anything else to, like, really care about in the whole series. The Skywalker saga would not be the Skywalker saga if Vader was not the father. Right. It would have been, like, eh. Exactly. So. anyway so speaking of oh, what tv got? shows oh what you got uh, oh, yeah, yeah. they yeah. released or i don't know if it got released or what but the there was some footage leaked or released uh earlier this week from a show that was supposed to happen mm-hmm. in i believe it was like 2010 or 2011 yeah it was right before lucas was selling uh, Disney. Right. yeah and um, did you watch the footage? I watched the beginning of it. It's really I mean, like ten minutes long. Yeah, it's very. Um... The last half of it is like how they made the like set up the footage Mm -hmm. um and so yeah it was it was interesting um the show got canceled because of the budget and you can tell watching like i I just watched the beginning of it where like she says i'm being followed and yeah you can just see the amount of visual effects they were putting in this thing so it looks insane it looks a lot like uh so the show was supposed to be based on i think it was like level thirteen thirteen of the coruscant Mm -hmm. um underground basically which is where we're going to be going in we, in we already this, went in clone wars and we're going to be going, we're back. going to be yeah the first half mm-hmm. of this new season i think or at least you know the footage i've seen the footage i saw at celebration was ahsoka in the in the underside of uh coruscant, coruscant trying to figure out who she is again with mm-hmm. these with these two new female characters who are sisters can't remember their names sorry um <laughs> i'll tell you for sure on february 21st oh, yeah. um but um yeah it was all set up in there uh it looked like it was supposed to be a, a spy thriller um there's lots of stormtroopers walking around uh her hover car looked really cool yeah it did look really, really um, cool but um yeah the amount of graphics they used looked a lot like the chase scene from coruscant in episode two yes to me. and i think it was a lot of the same technology if oh I had yeah i guess which i can imagine you know the budget for episode two wasn't small no no that budget was that budget was insane and plus Ins- they were yeah 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 and so i'm assuming the budget was just outlandish for for this tv show that was supposed to be i think on like spike yeah it was, if i remember correctly that's where it was gonna wind up yeah it was gonna be somewhere weird and it was the each episode at that time was gonna cost just an insane amount of money <laughs> right. And so they got the test footage and I'm pre- yeah like they said they showed how they did it they showed the amount of technology they put into this thing and it and it looks gorgeous like none of it looked low budget like it, it, it looked like episode 2 in yeah, my opinion yeah and like- I, I was like this is, looks kind of amazing like everything was fully rendered and it looked awesome yeah and just for that little bit i wonder and i want to know how much that little bit cost <laughs> for the studio to be like dude no there's no, no. just no yeah because like you spent i don't know how many millions of dollars on like a four or five minute long yeah sequence you know and and um, like i said they sh- they showed the behind the scenes um stuff in in that same youtube video and they probably had 10 actors mm-hmm. for the entire thing Jeez, um, and it looked like there was like crowds. Of yeah, people it like there was a huge crowd. So, so a lot of the actors were also, I guess, digitally put in. Plus, they did a lot of weird camera angles where the same person looked like four different people nice. all at the same time. So it was pretty cool. Um, am I sad that the show didn't ever get made? Not really. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you, you look back, and if if the show had been made, I don't think we would have gotten seven, eight, or nine. Right, like, or or anything of the same caliber yeah, as the Mandalorian. Yeah, we, yeah, the Mandalorian never would have happened because if that show would have been a success, I think George Lucas would have held on to Lucasfilm right. a lot longer to, right, to right, get right. that one going. Um, So I can hear some people going, well, maybe that should have happened, you know, because I didn't like 7, 8, and 9. But I personally love 7, 8, and 9. I do too. Mandalorian. But so a lot of things happened because that show did not work Right? Would it have been cool? Yeah. It would have been really awesome to see. But I'm really glad we got what we did, plus the Mandalorian, out of all of that. Plus the technology that they used for the Mandalorian is... Out of this world. Yeah. Okay. So they finally I don't know if we've talked about that yet? I in don't podcast. Think, yeah. I know David mentioned it a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago about how they use this immersive mm-hmm. set um, where things look real, but they finally released pictures, like mm-hmm. you're about to say, and of of the quote unquote set. It's insane what they how they did it. Yeah. I mean, the shot of them walking in the hangar, you know, on the episode the one that everyone hates, which the Bill is Burr episode. Uh, yeah, I love that episode. You know, it looked really cool and everything and i was like oh that's a cool set they built they show the pictures i was like none of that was even there no. like of- <laughs> it's insane how much of the show that looks completely shot outside was shot on a sound stage yeah like we're looking at a picture right now where it's kind of small right now but yeah how they this this projection screen that they have and the type of cameras that they're using it just rendered literal worlds around them I I can't explain how like okay so there's a shot of them walking away in that episode and like I said the the, the background looks looks real, looks like they're on a set but then you look at these pictures and you realize that they were literally just walking on this little bit of space and behind them was all this, like this yeah. giant screen and everything on there, and uh, give us a second. We're trying to find these uh, these pictures for you because we can. Because if you don't know, go to our Star Wars stuff uh, Facebook group, and there's everyone is always posting some cool there's
1: Star a lot Wars of fun stuff, stuff on
0: there, and a lot of goofy memes that are <laughs> like I just we just passed one and said. Obi Wan was like, "Keep scrolling. I'm just trying to get to the high ground." And of course, he keeps scrolling, <laughs> and he is going up and up and up. Okay, here we go. So the opening shot of the Mandalorian, where he was walking on that that path. Yeah, it's just the the first off. They have this amazing. Roof above them which has it looks like a stormy sky but it has these lights and the lights they're able to it's almost like a projection screen above them which they're able to project the lights the type of light they want and so that opening shot of him walking in that that frozen lake on that thing on that pier yeah that was all done inside none of it was shot outside and that blew me away when i saw that oh and then krill uh, running, I mean, riding on that uh, that beast, oh, Quill. Yeah, riding yeah. on that beast at the very end before his demise. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. So the the actress was just, and yeah, it was um, a woman who was who was the the yeah, yeah. behind the underneath all that makeup. She was just sitting on this thing, and they were moving the. The background to make it look as if they were going forward, but because and, they were moving the background, and you know the the thing looks like it completely encompasses the actors mm-hmm. and the camera workers and stuff like that. So she's got things to work off in front of her, things to work off, yes, off of behind her. It's super immersive. It's really insane. And uh, yeah, here's that shot of them walking. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, this yeah, I mean this 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 shot of them walking yeah. in this hangar just looks. That that blew me away, and that's the shot right there—the one where he's from the very first shot of the show. It's just gorgeous, like you know, Uh sky sky. I can't even think, use words, but the (laughs) the way the sky looks and it's it's wild. It's wild the way they made it, and it's it's really cool because like that technology now will make I don't know Star Wars television shows a little bit more i guess accessible and easier well and it'll make make, it'll make everything that has a a computer graphics component to it like that much easier Mm -hmm. for people to make it's wild i remember watching the uh, the making of rogue one and they had that they i think i don't know if ilm was like one of the first ones but maybe they were they built this giant screen in front of the, the the ships. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they built the screen and you're able to put the ship there right, and right. make it look like you're flying through space. And so that's why in Solo you get the very first interior shot of the uh, hyperdrive. Of, of the, the Falcon yeah. going into hyperspace. Yeah. yeah, and if you notice, like, it, it shows it, then it cuts to Han Solo's face, and that was all and done he's just in... just a big old grin yeah. on his face. and that shot was done in camera. That wasn't added in later. Right. Like, that was all done in camera, and then, you know, we even go as far as to say the movie First Man uh, that came out a couple of years ago with yeah. Ryan Gosling, they use that same technology oh, for really? all of that, and it was just... So that technology is now being used for The Mandalorian, and now it looks like a lot of tv shows are going to start right. jumping on that so i'm all so my it's, gosh. It's the future of star wars television is very and, very good and who knows maybe 1313 maybe someone leaked it maybe lucasfilm leaked it to see like what's people what are people's is, reaction is there interest in is this? there still yeah. interest in this and a lot of this stuff it probably is lucasfilm or <laughs> disney going is, is there interest in this thing anybody want to see a uh, underground course i'm sure but I'll... a lot of people were excited when they saw the footage because a lot of us had heard of i mean most of us had heard about this this show that was right i'd heard the rumors back mm-hmm. in 2010 2011 and it got really exciting because it was like oh my gosh they're they're gonna do another star like for us at that time star wars was coming back right when we thought it was over forever and then yeah because we hadn't had anything since oh five the the yeah and, the and, then, and then even the clone wars cartoon was out and a lot of us including myself including maybe you you did say it was like ah, okay i don't want to it's wa- like i mean i'm gonna watch it because it's star wars but i'm I, not gonna i'm I not di- in love with a lot of it i didn't watch it at all like i didn't watch it until i like, did i've got i think i've got <laughs> everything except for the lost season or whatever it is season six on dvd and i would i but i would wait until it came out on dvd and then i would watch watch it that way <laughs> but so it looks awesome and stay tuned who knows maybe lucasfilm will announce another show but first we just got to see whether what happens with this only right. one kenobi one and that's just gonna be, uh, who knows what's gonna happen <laughs> with that one. Uh, also, this week or maybe it was last week, we haven't talked to y'all in a while. We apologize. They um, foot uh, leaked concept art was released of Colin Trevorrow's from his fi- from his script Duel of the Fates and. A lot of people were like, "This looks fake," but then he he or somebody said, "No, that was this was the concept art." I think that it was, was Trevorrow himself. Oh yeah, like, no, this was stuff we were working. on. This was stuff that sure. we were working yeah. on. And if you haven't seen the pictures, just go type in Colin Trevorrow concept art. Um, be careful because some of it is Rise of Skywalker. Uh, uh, concept art as well so you just got the stuff kinda, they actually wound up using yeah. for the film but um so the one of the one of the shots is a uh you can tell this is an early early idea which was you know there's ray with her double-edged lightsaber which yep. was going to happen in the film and she's wearing a black suit reminiscent of, of Luke's. Luke in return of the jedi and she even has they even had the, the opening there for, yeah. for her and you can tell <laughs> that was just them kind of being like this is an idea and then one of the pictures, which is a really cool picture, is of the cave fight between Kylo Ren and Darth Vader. We would have gotten Darth Vader back in the movie, and he and as Kylo Ren, he yeah, has a Force vision, obviously, but he and Kylo Ren would have had a big fight, and that was supposed to be intense. And this is the one picture I hate. <laughs> Everyone else loves it, but I hate it. And it's a picture of Luke Skywalker holding Kylo Ren's blade with his hand. Why why do you hate this picture? I hate this picture because I know for a fact so many people, including myself, would have been really upset if they did that. Because it's like, you mean to tell me these ghosts could just show up whenever and do this? And just do whatever they feel like. And do whatever they feel like? And we're all okay with that? And like all the other times, like, oh, Han Solo died. Um... Why didn't you stop that? Why didn't? <laughs> where, where were you on that one? And Luke could be he like, was "Hey, still alive at that point." Luke could be like, "Well, I mean, so Luke is the only one that can do this." You see, like that would have see. There's so many more questions you gotcha. have because of that. Like Luke could have looked at Obi Wan like, "Hey, dude, my hand got chopped off, and why did you say you couldn't interfere with me on that one, man?" Like, yeah. That being said, it is a cool picture. It's a cool picture. It's a really, it's an awesome rendering of this of this idea of him stopping the blade, and well, and the concept of him like. Completely just screwing with Kylo Ren as Force Ghost, mm-hmm. I think was my one of my favorite things from the Trevorrow scripts, where it was just like he's just picking on him over and over again and making him like. And I remember we had uh, we had mentioned that in one of our episodes. Yeah, where we were like, you know, that'd be kind of funny. He's just like toying Fair. with him, and everyone's yeah. like, "What's the oh, oh, Okay, hold on. Okay, so in the Rise of Skywalker, there's the shot of um, it's actually this shot right here when when they're in his uh uh-huh. his room and they're fighting each other, but they're not really with each other, right? And he he turns around and there's just there's a there's a stormtrooper standing there after the fight and he realizes where she is and he's like she's in my she's on my um she's in my, quarter my quarters my quarters locked lock down the destroyer i was like was that stormtrooper just standing there watching kylo <laughs> R- kylo ren <laughs> Run, like just zoom zoom talking to himself and fighting he's just like i'm just gonna sit here and watch him and not yeah and then he uh, what so, what is happening so right i'm now? hoping somebody somewhere creates something of, of right of the trooper looking It'll like the new tag and yeah the who's just like what's this dude what, doing? why is he just fighting himself there's no and, one there we're following this guy yeah, because... he's our supreme leader but anyways i digress um another cool idea was the Oh yeah, so like the Force Vision of of Luke there with with Ray, and she's it looks like she's hovering. So yeah. that 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 ended up being in the a version of that a version of that there. yeah. And I think that goes back to um, uh, Ryan Johnson's of Luke Skywalker above the rocks and everything. So not Ryan Johnson, uh, no. J J Abrams original. No, no, I'm talking about at the end of the Last Jedi when he's hovering above. Oh, the gotcha, yeah, gotcha, so, gotcha. So she's like in a meditative position, and she's actually above the the hovering hovering above. above yeah, and Luke's there talking to her, so that would have been really cool. And then another thing, um, another shot of Kylo. Actually, and- this is not this. Oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kylo and Rey fighting, and I okay. So here's another thing. So in Collins' script, mm-hmm. uh, Kylo Ren has his mask for the majority of it. rise of skywalker he has his mask again johnson destroyed the mask so do you think they were all like you shouldn't have done that dude yeah well i think first of all i think Disney after it happened was like oh we're missing out on so much cool merchandising opportunities here and you know and they were because I remember back to the uh, the old toys the power of the force mm-hmm. Actually, I think I have a f- I'm, I'm, they're out, yeah they're somewhere yeah. but I, I do have some is Vader's face was in the corner of uh-huh. all the toys and then when Episode One came out they put Darth Maul's anarchy. no oh, Darth Maul's Maul. face yeah. and it was so cool to see that and then it was almost like they got to this one and they're like ooh, we just lost like our our face for the corner of the toys, yeah. and so they, so they, it's like they brought it back for that. But man, like I, I liked the fact that he destroyed the mask in the Last Jedi. I thought the the reasoning behind him destroying the mask and becoming who he was was a really cool idea. I liked him destroying in the Last Jedi, but I also this is going to sound maybe hypocritical, but I also liked him reforging it in the second mm-hmm. one with cracks because it shows that he's imperfect in his yes you know in his, in his self-identity at that point even not only is his lightsaber about to explode <laughs> and un- imperfect, so is his mask right know, it's kind of um See, yeah i could see how abrams and um and they also probably stumbled upon the idea of like oh man like what if he like fixes it but it looks all messed up and right, right, like, right oh right. that's so cool you know what i mean well and it, you know when he's in the force awakens he's like perfectly in the dark side basically you know almost the entirety of the movie except for the one scene where he doesn't have his mask on and he stabs his dad in the chest yeah it's kind of kind of rough spoiler alert sorry (laughs) (laughs) but you know it it shows you know i'm a disciple of the dark side Mm -hmm. i'm perfectly in line with all of these teachings whenever he's struggling he takes the mask off because yes. that lets the light the light side shine through when he destroys it he's having a huge conflict of interest of who is this guy does he hate snoke does he want snoke to die yeah 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 should i be the new supreme leader and then he fixes it as the supreme leader but at this point him and ray have already had their interaction and he's like dang I'm still i'm still being pulled towards the yeah. light what is this um, so it kind of makes me wonder if that was a plan the whole time that they were going right. to try to do. I mean, I don't know, but like I said, I do like the fact that they they did destroy it. But yeah, there's a lot of symbolism that you can read into that, which I'm pretty sure they're like, yes. And yeah. then uh, here's a shot of the Falcon flying on a, one of these planets, and I don't I don't know if they've confirmed which planet it was, but it's one of the missions. And this is from this is from the Rise of Skywalker, the actual concept yeah, the, art, yeah, the yeah, which is still one of my favorite shots. The concept art of uh it's not the Trevorrow one it's just general concept art but it's Chewie chained up with Kylo Ren standing right in front of him talking to him I, I almost wish we'd gotten a scene like this I don't almost wish I wish we had gotten that yeah where, think... where Chewie's just like I can't believe you stabbed your dad I, I thought you were raised better than this all that kind of stuff and, but and I can Kylo understand. Ren just is like you wouldn't understand and you know yeah, I, I can imagine, like, the difficulty of trying to write a scene around that. Right. And make it look natural, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you hear Chewie make a sound, oh. and then and then Adam Driver has you to respond. Want- yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it'd be kind of silly. But um, And then one of the things that they were going to do, which was uh, Leia, like, n- leaning down and giving something to BB-8, now we're making way for it. Now it's almost reminiscent of Leia with R2-D2. And it would have been a really, really cool shot. Um, What else did we get? Uh, This looks like... Well, it's different. That's Rice Skywalker. Um, Okay, so here we go. The throne one is... Which one? The green with Ray next to him. Oh, down here. No, I'm right here. I'm up here. This is the... uh, This is Trevor Rose from... uh, This is on Coruscant. Uh It would have showed what everything would have been like. Um, Yeah, who's... Oh, yeah, this is... uh, Looks like Ray is holding... Ky- uh, Kylo Ren's lightsaber and he's about to she's about to stab him I don't know uh, then here we have our new oh yeah this would have been the battle on Coruscant yeah which this battle on Coruscant would have been amazing yeah. with those crazy ATATs. ats with the they look like spiders it looks really yeah. it looks really great it would have been really really cool to see this this ground battle like that i mean i'm glad we got the battle we did in the rise of skywalker but looking at the concept art for trevoros it would have been just amazing to see and then we got one of the aliens yeah, creepy alien lady i don't know who this is oh we got the execution uh there that was also in the script looks like they had phasma in there looks like they were gonna maybe try to bring her back in trevoros <laughs> scripts i don't know But yeah, if you look at one of the concept art of Trevorrow's, it looks like they were going to bring Phasma back into that thing. And that is... And that's the shot I was talking about before. There's the Sith throne with Mm -hmm. Rey standing off to the side and Kylo Ren sitting on it. And that's the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, That was the image she was supposed... That's the image she has. And they actually had that. And it looks like maybe they were going to do it, but they decided not to. And then we got this amazing picture of the battle happening. Man, that would have been... It would have been pretty cool. It would have been really, really cool yeah. to see this battle. But... And again, we got it. And this is okay, so... This is in Duel of the Fates, right? Or was this in... It says art from Duel of the yeah, Fates. Yeah, this was Duel yeah. of the Fates. Yeah, with well, this crazy eight-legged spider in the water. Yeah. look. Yeah, all that. That's creepy. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But anyway, so yeah, that was kind of the... Um, the gist of it. The gist of what they were going to do with the Duel of the Fates. And a lot of that art looks really, really cool. Oh, yeah, here's another picture that would have been really great. It's, um, it's actually of C three PO holding on to R two D two. And it looks like R two D two just got like beat up hardcore and he's sitting there holding on to it's a cute picture. Okay, let me ask you this question. Yo. How did you feel about R two D two kind of not being given uh a kind of being pushed to the side in the sequel trilogy as opposed to how big he was in the prequels and in the original um, trilogy? I mean, I for the most part I was okay with it. Um, I think he played a crucial role in in a couple of scenes. Uh, that scene in the Last Jedi where with him and, and Luke, where he replays the original Leia message for yes Luke. Uh, I was like classic R two right there. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, um, I love the way he's like. That's low he's like he's like no no he goes, that was cheap. <laughs> that was but cheap. no no the fact that he comes up to him and he's like old friend and they're talking. He goes he goes oh, I forget what he says. And then he goes, Hey, Sacred Island, watch your land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can only imagine what, what R2D2 was yelling at him and he's over there like bumping into him yeah. and hitting him and everything. Well, and then and then also whenever um, I, I do love the fact that he was Poe's Astromech for that last fight. But I wish they would have utilized it just a little bit more. You know, I've got I've got a lot of issues with that space fight at the end mm-hmm. because they didn't focus on anything. At all, um, and we, we talked about this the other day in our, yeah. in our hidden missed uh, streaming. Don't worry about it, but, I, <laughs> but it was. I, I, I still think the build up to Reven- Return of the Jedi and maybe a New Hope is the best, like kind of build up to a right. space battle. And they really they put you in the cockpit with these guys, and you just really see you can see the emotion on their faces. Yeah. It was it was just like. They, they could have done so much with it where even if they didn't focus on individual pilots or cockpits or, um, you know, if they hadn't gone done a shot of the inside of the Ghost or individual X-Wings, like, they could have just done more with the each individual ship, you know, told a real story there that they... I, I, I think it's just a huge missed opportunity. I, in think, my I think what would have made that battle work a little bit more... Is if we had a a better plan set out for the audience to know what they were doing. Right. Or like in A New Hope, he says, you're going to go down this, this trench and then you're going yeah, to shoot this. the end this. of it, you shoot in this hole. Yeah. And yeah. then even in Return of the Jedi, he says, they're going to go down to this planet. They're going to do this. And then we're going to be up here, and we're going to have to access it through here, and go through the ship, and then right. do this, and blah 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 blah. So, the, the, and, and doing that, you tell the audience, "This is what you have to do. This is this what is you, the goal. This is the goal of what it is." And what makes it so interesting is when it doesn't work, because the audience knows, "Oh my gosh, like this is it's not working. Right. Han Solo hasn't brought down the, the shield. They're attacking the Death Star already. What's going to happen?" And that makes it more intense. Whereas in this movie, he says, "We're gonna." take out this thing we're going to take out this one beacon yeah and then we destroy all the ships yes <laughs> and so it was one of those things where if they would have kind of built more into it if they would have had maybe another something else for the x-wings and all of them to do it would have made right. more sense but it, i mean in the end it was still an awesome battle the reveal of all the ships coming in was just awe-inspiring and, and i understand that the the stuff happening in the air really wasn't the focus of the story at that time. It was the stuff happening with Palpatine and, mm-hmm. and Ben and Ray. I get it. But I love me some space fights, man. Yeah, I love me some space fights too. And I think with with the audience and us, you know, we were all for me, I wanted the space fight, but at the same time I was like, I really want to see what's happening with Ray Palpatine. Right, like right, that right. that to me at that point was more important than anything else, which is where I think it kind of why we're all like, yeah, it was okay, because I think everyone's focus was the Palpatine Ray, and Kylo Ren. But they they had built up that space fight so much you know, just from the first trailer alone when you see the Falcon drop in front of all of the random ships and Mm -hmm. you're like, there's this person, there's this person, holy cow look, is that the, you know, is that the Colossus? Is that the ghost? What is happening here? Um, And then they just kind of and then they're just like, yeah, there was a bunch of fighting happening in space, (laughs) but you really need to focus on this part over here. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Eh, it was just like it was like a buildup that didn't didn't deliver to me which is why I think George Lucas cracked the code in a way that no one else ever will which was he did your giant space battle and other battles in the middle and the beginning of your Revenge of the Sith to make way for the climactic right. battle that you know is the meat of the movie. You know, you got two crazy good lightsaber fights happening at the same time. You don't want to have to be concerned about a, a which, space fight at the same time. Which which is why, like a lot of people say, the way he built up to that was just, it was genius. Yeah. It was almost, yeah, so, yeah, like I said not, not bad mouthing the rise of skywalker no, i love, love i it. love the rise of skywalker so much but it seems like if they would have tweaked a few things at the end it would just would have been the, the most epic epic film of all time but i digress okay <laughs> so another tweet happened this week uh put it away. project luminous. luminous and a lot of people are asking us what is it and the answer is we don't know the we- only thing that we've Heard rumor of is something that happens in the was it the High High Republic? Republic, Yeah, Um, and again, that's just rumor. It's it's pretty significant rumor, Mm -hmm. like it's pretty believable rumor, but we don't know for sure. Um, This dude named Clayton Sandel, who I honestly didn't even know who he was until David sent us this thing the other day, (laughs) Uh, but he's a correspondent for ABC News, um, and he he does he covers a lot of Star Wars stuff, um, just kind of as a as a side gig but also for abc itself mm-hmm. um he tweeted i can't even remember when this was um on tuesday yeah um it's so about five days ago six days ago at this point uh he tweeted on tuesday he said the countdown is on star wars project luminous 2 24 20 and that's it. That's all we know that's about this whole, thing. That's the whole tweet. So we have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, like we said, it could be. A, it's rumored to be about the High Republic. Um, it's also. I mean, for me, it could be. This is what I'm thinking. I think it's the new, the new chapter of Star Wars to lead us to 2022. Right. I think this is we're going to start to see a whole new Star Wars. Story and era, and there's going to be a lot of history built into it. And I think they need to create this history to get all of us ready for the rise of Skywalker. I mean, for the they're going to start the the build-up basically for the 2022 film. Yes, what you're saying with Project Luminous, because Um, it's going to include books, it's going to include comics, uh, comics, and then um, a few other things are going to be coming out as well for that. So stay tuned for that. It's a big deal. We all know it's a big deal because there's a huge writers are in this thing claudia gray Woohoo! she's gonna Shout be in out. there too um a lot of other writers who have written stuff for star wars recently are also going to be involved yep. in this thing so we're all just waiting to see what happens yeah with that some up. of some of the bigger comic book uh writers are in on it um i can't remember the kavanaugh scott i think who's mm-hmm. written a lot of um like the like kids books for star wars um some really successful ones um I think he's written the... There's like a comic book series called like Vader's Castle or something along those <laughs> lines. He's, I, I believe he's the author behind those. Um, so, you know, like James was saying, lots of really, really cool, exciting stuff about to happen um, yeah, and, for the world of Star Wars. And what makes it even more exciting is we don't know what it's going to be until it happens. So that's, that's exciting to, to but, think yeah, about. So, I mean, we're... This is Monday, so it's the 3rd. So, so we're, we're 21 days away from knowing what's going to yep. happen. That's crazy. Um. So, yeah. Get just as hyped as we are, yeah, man. Yeah, because we're, we're over here like, I don't know what it's going to be. I'm like chewing on my nails. I'm nervous. I but hope it's something exciting. I know. I hope it's not something like, and here's this. And you're yeah. like, cool. Speaking of comic books, I picked up that uh, The Rise of Kylo Ren. I picked up both the, uh, the issues. Oh, really? And um, it's really interesting because this idea that you have of... The Knights of Ren and Snoke and all mm-hmm. that are nothing. Nothing you thought of like yeah. at all. And so I'm not going to give away any of that. If you, they're like really dirt cheap. On I went on the Kindle and I bought it. It's like four ninety nine and three ninety nine for the first two issues, yeah, and the second one. That's how much comic books okay, cost. In, in general. No, I'm, they're, they're I'm sorry, re- so. real hard to find in paperback. But I... in in comic book stores, I've been to a bunch of them throughout Austin, just mm-hmm. trying to see if I could get my hands on them. Um, normally, I wait till the trade paperbacks come out, but I, I haven't been able to find them like a physical mm, version of gotcha, them gotcha. at any of the major comic book stores I usually go to. I recommend getting them right now. Like I said, they're on the Kindle it's beautiful artwork and it's it's opening my eyes to snoke and Kylo Ren's or Ben Solo's relationship mm-hmm. and about who the Knights of Ren are and were and it's 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 really it's it's interesting it's a really interesting Excellent. thing so I'll say that um there's one more thing we we're supposed to talk about what was it it was the um the Disney Disney uh announced something this week at the oh, Disney Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um so for the, the weekend that um, Star Wars Celebration is on, Disney is going to be uh, opening the Black Spire Outpost for um, something called Disney Nights. Now, I'm not 100% sure exactly what that's going to be yet, um, but I, I think it's going to be a Celebration-exclusive ticket yeah, that you can buy. I think so, because they're closing down they're closing Galaxy's th- Edge at that point. For Disney Nights, and they, they've said there's going to be special music, special events, all sorts of crazy awesome stuff because they know they're going to have a huge influx of star wars people star wars nerds uh and just a heads up though this ticket is separate from your celebration ticket so if you have your four days pass for celebration that's not going to get you into this thing so you're probably gonna have to drop we don't know the amount we don't know the amount but i i would venture to guess it's probably a uh, a lot it's, it's a little bit of it's a little bit of a lot of money um but yeah so that's, that's exciting uh and it's, it's a good idea for for disney to do that for yeah. those, all those people who are going to be there at it's a real no-brainer it's right next door to the yeah to the park and so. i like and then we told i told everybody i went on november and i didn't realize just like how close like the hotel we were staying at as we were walking at, i looked over and i was like oh that's where the that's the convention center right there yeah it's right here then we walked maybe like 19 minutes which is nothing We walk and I'm like, oh, and here's the park. It's right. They're right next to each other. They're right next door. So, um, so that's that's pretty exciting to to see. And uh, who who knows? Maybe we'll we'll go. We get to be in there. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I don't think I'll be able to afford it. Yeah. (laughs) And saying that, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, it's (laughs) uh, it's right there below. And also, if you want to check out uh, our exclusive Audible uh, trial, uh, just type in audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast yep. and yeah. from there you can get access to um what all like just hundreds, a ridiculous amount of amounts books. huge lots of books and somebody today asked me or yesterday asked me what book should i get and i told them you know you should get this but i was like but if you want to start with star wars in the new canon you got to get lost stars i think that lost stars is a great starting off point i just finished rereading it the other day is it, is it as good as it was the first time i would actually say it's better the second time Ooh, nice. um you know i it, it's a book that i really like plus me and my wife are reading it together mm-hmm. so it's kind of you know it's adorable it's cute that's cute it's cute <laughs> you know we're pretty cute um I would suggest getting the Dooku book. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it it was made for to be an uh, a. Oh yeah, that's book. right. It was a, it was an audible um, exclusive book. Yeah, 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 and there's like a whole cast to it too. So it's it's not going to be the voices that you're used to from like the Clone Wars, because mm-hmm. um, Dooku's voice is definitely not like <laughs> on the level of the Clone Wars, either the movie or the show. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's a really really interesting look into Dooku's... um. Background into his childhood, into nice, his nice. Um, coming up through the Jedi Order, him actually becoming a master, having a Padawan, um, learning from Master Yoda as Yoda's Padawan. That's awesome. It's, yeah. it's really, really good. And unfortunately, I actually haven't read it, but that's on my list of things to. Uh, to I have it. listened to it. Oh, yeah, I haven't listened so. to it. But yeah, if you want to listen, yeah, just go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast and you'll, you'll be able to do that. I say get. Lost Stars. He says, get Dooku and then there's so many, there's so many amazing Star Wars books out there that you can listen to, and it's 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 awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so cool. But um, but yeah. So thank you all so much for joining us this week on uh, the podcast. Uh, we'll be back with another awesome topic. May the force be with you always. Pew.